MLM Nation, this is Simon Chen, and thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of MLM Nation. Super appreciative of you, grateful you for listening, because we are at MLM Nation, episode 400. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get on to the show. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation, Simon Shannon. Welcome to episode 400. Can you believe it's 400? I can believe it. Well, not to say that arrogantly, but uh, it all starts with a vision. I always saw the shows going on and on and on forever. People had asked me at the beginning of the year, like when we first started, like, would you ever run out of the people to talk to? I'm like, what? You know, uh, if you ask this question or if you thought about it, you really don't know much about network marketing. There are literally tens and thousands of people earning six figures or more. Now, you may have not heard of them, but really lots of people. They're actually a dime a dozen. Uh, now, me, if you're struggling out there, it may seem like it's rare, but there's lots of people. And as evident of the show, we're up at episode 400 now. I want to give a big shout-out. Thank you all for supporting the show. For some of you listening, you've been on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, we're almost about to hit 4 million downloads, too. Uh, in later this month, we're thinking about doing some celebration party. Uh, we actually, for those who are going out to GoPro, we will be there. We're doing a little get-together, hang out there uh, to celebrate. Uh, but 4 million downloads, episode 400. So I figured this is going to be a little different. Just kind of like these purple episodes or behind-the-scenes episodes. Uh, but share a little bit about the evolution, how really my journey, three big milestones uh, I did, three different online strategies that I did. Uh, that built a business. Now, I built my network marketing business. I've been involved in network marketing since 2003, and then I retired. I stopped building in 2013. I started going to fall. 2013 is when I basically stopped doing it. It's almost been five years. And uh, But if it wasn't for these three different online strategies, I wouldn't be here today. All right? ML Nation would not exist. And actually, some of the things uh, I the strategies I use to create duplication online were the same things we grow the online brand MLM Nation to where it is today. Because I'm sure you've seen tons of podcasts, tons of things going on, tons of websites, uh, but very stick, few stick around. So uh, I want to uh, clarify one thing. I want to say um, seven-figure business. Uh, I'm retired from building. I don't really know what's going on with my company. And I say seven-figure because it's if you were to sell the business, it would be a seven-figure business. It gives me a... I don't earn seven figures a year, but I do earn a six-figure passive income. Right? So I look at it this way. If I were to invest in real estate in a duplex or some apartment complex, definitely not in the LA area, area but it's just somewhere cheaper, it, I would have to put over a million dollars plus seven figures, mid-seven figures to get the uh, passive income stream I have right now. That's why I call it a seven-figure business. I don't earn seven figure a year uh, in MLM by residual. Just want to make a disclaimer, but my residual is over six figures and the value of a business like that, or just say if you want to put it into the investment, even like a mutual fund at 10% return, um, if they get 10% return, you need a million dollars in that fund, right? So, that's what I call a seven-figure business. So let me share with you, uh, you know, online duplication is something that was a huge impact. Was I'll talk about three big uh, turning points, milestones for me because I was stuck and struggling. Uh, by the way, go to episode, some of you who don't know my full story, I was interviewed on the show, somebody actually interviewed on episode 157. 
Okay, 157, that was the first episode of the second season, 157, done last year. I'll go to mlnation.net, 4 slash 157, uh, you hear that. So, first milestone, you know, I when I got started, I, it took me 42 people to get my first sign-up, okay, 42 people. Some of you are struggling out there, and I don't like to use the struggling, well, growing, you're becoming successful every day, and I just posted this on Facebook today, that... A lot of people quit because they don't see success. They see success as like a big milestone, a big rank, a big income. I buy that car, I buy the vacation. You know, that is not success, right? Yes, it's success, but success is something that happens every single day, and success is invisible. Meaning you're getting better. Like for me, I, by, building, by doing this show, by doing this training, I am getting a little better. That is success. And success is, is these tiny little chunks that you can't see. It's like what Darren Hardy calls the compound effect, where you know, Jeff Olsen talks a slight edge. You can't see it. Every day you're getting a tiny little, little bit better, and that's success. You prospect every day. You're a little, little bit better. So it took me 42 people to get my first sign up, but... It wasn't from zero to 42. It was every time I got a little, little bit better. And that's why it's so important to track your numbers. So when, my, when uh, my first 10 prospects, I couldn't even get past hello. I'm like, hello, uh, 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 the, uh, would you be? And I'll be, oh, dude, I, come on, Simon. It would just hang up and would not be interested, right? But I was getting a little bit better. You know, by the 10th time people somehow hung up with me, I was a little bit better. I got a little bit better. You know, by the 11th, 14th phone call, when I talked to prospects, people actually would listen to me, but I couldn't get past that. So success is those tiny little chunks, right? But I'm going to share with you the three uh, different things I did. The first one, so since I born and raised in New York, I live in Brooklyn, New York, I came out to California in 2002. Um, most of my friends I grew up, they're close friends, I used to play ball with, hang out, I went to school with, they all lived in New York. So think about 2002, this is before Facebook Live, before a podcast, before social media, you know, it was more challenging, right, to go out there. We had the teleconferences, uh, but one of the big turning points for me was how do I present to these people was doing online marketing, okay, because... I realized my scope was limited. Uh, so one thing, we, we adopted an online platform that if you think back now, this is very, very silly, elementary, basic. But we had a system created uh, where we systemized it where all my friends in New York, whether uh, I couldn't present to them, I couldn't, I, didn't, I couldn't afford to fire them, but we had a system where they can watch and listen to an audio. This is even before video, right? And I also started generating my own leads, uh, and what I did was, and that was the big, big turning point. Start generating my own leads where I can recruit anywhere. I wasn't limited to Los Angeles. By the way, Los Angeles was very difficult because if you live out here, the traffic is terrible, right? So you can meet people, but if you go anywhere, it takes, it's going to be three, four hours, right? Now, when I say three, four hours, it takes you, you know, 10, if you're a guy, 10 minutes to get ready, out to drive the car, traffic anywhere, take 30 minutes to an hour, Okay, 30 minutes is the quickest. Then you got to park the car, which takes a couple of five minutes or so. Some places you have to uh, pay for parking. And then you do your presentation, which takes uh, 45 minutes, an hour, right? And then driving back home, that's another hour or so. But um, So it's a whole day. And I just realized that's not working for me. I knew there's the power to that. But what happens if, if I could make it short and quicker to create this online system? So first thing I did was I targeted. My online strategy was I was, we had a famous person that was, uh, he's a famous author, motivational speaker that was part of our uh, company. So, or he, he did, he was like, um, endorsed, you can say he's endorsed or he was part of the company. Uh, he was actually a distributor. 
and we leveraged off his name, right? So anytime anyone searched for him online, right? People, I had a website that was basically, hey, learn why Mr. 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 What about? I don't want to say his name here for his, you know for his privacy. Uh, name talks about one of the best ways to grow your business. And what we did, we took, you know, he spoke at conferences. He also did, I was actually in his downline. He had a recording where we would play him talking about a business. And so think about that. If you know about this person and you listen to him talking about how great this business is, what is the conversion rate, right? It was a pretty good lead. We got leads really cheaply. So anytime people were on websites and people knew about his name, uh, it would pop up. We did ads, right? So so that was the first strategy. Now, maybe for you, you you're watching there, you're you you do not have a best-selling author or someone famous, but you definitely have some type of authority, you know, a celebrity that is part of your company. Every company has someone that's kind of famous. Well, some are really, really famous, some are a little bit famous. And by the way, we had Olympic athletes using our products. They weren't, you know, like the Michael Phelps, the big names, but they were Olympic athletes, right? So we're targeting people who watch the Olympics. That's what we, that's what we do. But our first, and that eventually that was what we did. Like people who watched the, uh, for example, the Winter Olympics, we targeted people. If people were interested in Winter Olympics to find out who won the medals. We had a couple of medal winners that was that spoke at our events, and we leveraged off the name, right? So when people were searching, were interested, we we'll put an ad in there. Went to one page, a landing page, a website, and that captured information saying this person talks about. Why this is the easiest way to become financially free, build residual income, and then uh, that's and we got the leads, and then we send them to a presentation done by that speaker. Now, if you don't have that speaker, you can still use that strategy by, uh, you know, maybe they spoke on stage, maybe this is some YouTube presentation about them, right? You want to leverage off someone's credibility. Uh, another thing to do is go to events when you're at the event. I took a picture of that uh, with that person and I put it on the landing page. So when they went to me, when I talked to the prospect and they see Simon Chan was, was Mr. So-and-so, they immediately had association authority because that person, I was borrowing his authority. All right? All right, so let me get back to it. So uh, for us, what we did, everyone, anytime someone's searching for this a person's name, we will have an ad up there and we'll target them. Okay, now, could this strategy work That's, uh, for uh, 2017. Now, at that time, with Google Paperclip, you can do it. Now, it's a little bit harder. Google doesn't allow it. But you can still use the same type of strategy. You look for f- Facebook groups where these people are in, right? So, just say you have an athlete that's part of your company or some type of celebrity, so- someone. There are Facebook groups out there that there are... Um, they created, like for example, Robert Kiyosaki talks about network marketing. You can leverage off his name, right? You can target them and and send a video of Kiyosaki talking about network marketing. That's something else we did later on. Okay, that was like a variation. But I just gave you the idea. Robert Kiyosaki talks about network marketing. He's a big fan of network marketing. You can go to Kiyosaki groups and target people there, and then build a relationship, build friends, friendship, and they're open. Then you can go out there and send them a um, send them a YouTube video. Right, so that was actually that's very very simple. You can do that this afternoon, right? Building relationships uh, and contacts. Now, that was this is back in. You can actually get more, much more sophisticated, much uh, make it a little bit more efficient of that. But just anyone can do that. You can don't need to like I don't run out of prospects. That was my first milestone. First milestone was using going online and leveraging off someone. You know, a company that was famous. 
Okay, again, if you don't have anyone famous, you can use someone that's a fan of network marketing, like Robert Kiyosaki or Tony Robbins has spoken in network marketing events, right? You can leverage off someone's credibility. Okay, sounds good? All right, the second thing was, so that really helped me uh, go from like, you know, one out of 42 people to signing up people like consistently. Like, I eventually got my numbers. I wasn't that bad. I got to one out of 20, one out of 10, and it got better and better. Okay. By the way, if you like this, I'm doing a webinar because it's 10 stages to online duplication. You can register free webinar, onlineduplication.com. Go check it out, onlineduplication.com. Now let's talk about the second milestone. The second milestone really was, so that first strategy got me to a good part-time income. The second strategy was really my first big, big uh, breakthrough, got me to full-time. Okay. It was when we expanded to Malaysia. Uh, now I always had a vision, it starts with vision. It's just like I had a vision that MLM Nation was going to be, you know, a million, you know, millions episode, right? We have episode 400 here doing something special for you. So the second strategy was a company, I had a vision to go to a different country. And a company was opening up in Malaysia. So I thought about Malaysia, uh, I don't know any, Mal- I actually didn't know any, hope I don't offend any Malaysians listening. I didn't even know where Malaysia was on the map. Okay, I didn't know where Malaysia was. I figured, where is this Malaysia place? But I said, I'm going to go there. But I didn't know any friends. I didn't have anyone there. So with this, what I did was, I knew Malaysians out there. Um, network marketing was very popular. Uh, but also people were looking for ways to work at home. Right. So what I did with strategies, and I didn't, I, now if I talked about the, the, uh, the author, the, the celebrity of some company, people in Malaysia didn't really know him. So I couldn't use that. It didn't work out that well. Right. It wouldn't work. So, and you gotta, here's a lesson that most people make. And I was sharing this. Okay. Pay attention here. I was sharing this during, uh, coaching session yesterday with my insider group where, my mistake that people make is their target is too broad, right? So this guy, uh, yesterday I gave him feedback. He wanted to target everyone, right? He wanted to give health tips to everyone to improve it. I think everyone is so broad. When you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to nobody. You want, in his copy, so how do I better, write better headlines, catchy things that makes people want to join my business, interested to learn more, or read my blogs, or read my social media posts. I think your stuff is too broad. No one wants that, right? Be specific. Think of one person you're talking to. One person, not many. So I'll give you an example. When the first, I talked about the first strategy I used was targeting someone else, a celebrity with our company, right? I was only targeting someone that knew him, who knew who he was. Now, I was lucky a lot of people knew him, okay? I knew who he, I had a very clear picture of that. So when I wrote the ad, when I wrote the website, I was speaking directly to this person. Now, would that ad work as for other people? It, it, we tested. It didn't work that well because a lot of people didn't know who the celebrity was. So you had to convince people who the celebrity was, then convince them to trust the celebrity. Much harder, right? So we had a, what we call an avatar, A-V-A-T-A-R, okay? If you're watching this, type it in, avatar, A-V-A-T-A-R. That is a, what avatar is, a specific person you have in mind that you're talking to. So even right now, I'm doing this ML Nation podcast, I'm specific, talking to a specific person I have in mind, and I know what gender she is. I give it away, right? Gender she is, how old they are. I'm spe- spe- speaking to specifically one person. Now, that doesn't mean like if you're uh, younger, you're older, you're a guy, uh, you, you know, I don't care about you. But it's just like the marketing-wise, I'm speaking to one specific person, right? And that makes you much more relatable. So in your prospect, first time, you know, um, 
the celebrity now company. I was only targeting people who knew him. And my ads, every copy was captured towards him. Now, when I went to Malaysia, the second break point, our company opened up in Malaysia. I didn't know anyone, right? I was speaking, people in there, if I talked to uh, the same avatar, people didn't know him. He didn't know the celebrity. So it would be useless. But what I did was to target someone that wanted to work at home. The internet in Malaysia was a couple years, a little bit behind um, the U.S., but people just knew about Allah, wanted to work at home, right? So our positioning was... Uh, but if I did the traditional network marketing, people in Malaysia were kind of, oh, network, network marketing, you wouldn't, wouldn't look at it. But they were interested in work at home. Now, <clears throat> if you do network marketing, work at home, they'll be interested in it. But if you just want to do networking, stay going around late at night, of course there are people interested in doing that, but it was just much harder to convince them. Right? You have to go through a higher number. So it's like, wait, let me make a shortcut. There are people who want to uh, work at home, and maybe they don't like network marketing, but if network marketing allowed them to work at home, do online more, they would be, instead of just, oh, just doing by meetings, give them an option. Because a lot of people believed in network marketing, but they just didn't want to go out and do meetings. Now, okay, I want to clarify. I'm not saying that doing meetings, home meetings is bad. Meetings is very, very important part of your business. But if you're marketing and just leading that, a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to do that. But you can say, hey, meetings are important. You still go to them, but you also have an option to do trainings online. Listen, and this is like in 2005, totally new. You can download stream audios, right? So I targeted that person and we ran ads that work at home. So we went to different websites like work at home, uh, for business uh, website, uh, uh, job websites, right? Not business websites, job websites. Anything that had to do with internet online, we had an ad in there and we tar- and. I was to create some content related it, and like a website. And if I show you the website, if you actually go to one of my events one day, I'll share with you. It was so like embarrassing, ugly looking back, right? So, 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 so ugly. Just one page website. I made it myself. Okay. This is way before we have these click funnels and all these lead pages, cool things. I actually used, uh, and this is before I could even afford, you know, I didn't even get my Mac. I was still using Windows. I used the, used Microsoft front page. I don't know if anyone remember that. That was, I created a website by targeted. A specific person, right? Now, how do you, you can apply the same strategy too for, du- for online duplication. Just think of someone you want to target and speak to that person and what will they be interested in? And your whole presentation is geared towards that one specific type of person, right? So I know Joyce, you're listening to this, Joyce Oyedeli out in UK. If I was targeting, for example, uh, 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 black Brits, right? You know, uh, Africans that lived, moved over to the UK, and I knew what they were. I spoke their language. I knew I can tell what I would write specifically to that person. And my presentation would gear towards that person. And I would go to Facebook groups where these you know, black Brits hang out. Okay, Black Brits, for those who know, that's a term for, uh, in the U.S., we call them African-Americans. In the U.K., there are Africans that live out in the U.K. now, right? So I would go out there and target them, okay? So, you know, so that is what I would do. And you can use go to Facebook groups, create something of simple page. Click funnels is something you pay, I think, fifty bucks to sixty bucks a month. Allow you to make easy, simple landing pages and connect to the email backend autoresponder. Okay, so that is what I'll be doing if I want to target that group. But be specific who you want to target. In Malaysia, I was very specific target people who wanted to work at home, uh, and wanted interest in the internet. Okay, and not anyone else. And we ran ads. Our, our web pages were like that, and uh, it, it was awesome. You know, we. That allowed me, uh, we, just to give you an idea, we enrolled 100 people in the first four weeks when the company opened up. 100 people in the first four weeks. That meeting got ranked, gave me the income to go full-time. So that was the second milestone of my journey. Third milestone was also doing online duplicate. By the way, that was also how our team grew fast, too, because we found 
there was a lot of people who liked MLM but didn't want to just run around and do meetings, and they loved the online approach. So we that time by 2005, 2000. Actually, this is 2000. By the time we opened up was 2007. Um, there's a long story about the delay. That's a total for a different show. But uh, by the time it opened up, that we did have these. I forgot the name of this web webinar service. It was so slow. The internet was so bad, but it was good enough to do online presentations. So people could build a business from home. Right, and they're excited, and that attracts a lot of people who like network marketing, but didn't feel like at the time to it. They, we got so many people to join because they're like, "Wow, you can do it online now. You can go out there." Right, so that was uh, that was the same. That was so so exciting at that time, and the webinar service wasn't even that good. But even while I was in the U.S., I could support them. All they had to do is send people to that webinar. We did a webinar every single day where people came in, and this is, again way before Facebook Live, Facebook, any of that stuff happened. Now it's, it's so much easier. Okay, so that was the second online strategy I used. The third online strategy I used. By the way, how do you mean? How many of you like this training? Before I go to the third, if you like this, I'm doing a webinar, free webinar on on a free webinar on the ten stages of online duplication. Go to onlineduplication.com. You can register right there, onlineduplication.com. Right. Okay. So third strategy. Hope you all are liking this episode, this special episode, episode 400 to celebrate. It's a little different. I just shared about like, uh, especially online the way you know. Out of over five hundred conversations I've had with top earners, uh, it's evolved. This is what you really need to do. Now I'm going to share with you the principles of MLM. Still the same. It's still a relationship business, but kind of the vehicle is different, right? The vehicle to getting there. I'm not home meetings or parties events still work, but you can go a lot, lot faster. Actually, many of the fastest growers now, earners, are you doing online duplication? And I just want to share with you the stuff I've done, I've been doing since I've been doing this since uh, 2004. Now. Uh, yeah, I started in 2003, struggled a little bit, and started doing online duplication, and that's where they started getting going. So I shared the two things. The first time was using leverage in a celebrity. Second time was, again, being specific to avatar, targeting people who want to work at home online uh, in Malaysia. The third thing, is a big milestone, was when our company opened up in the Philippines. Okay, so that was exciting. Uh, I actually spent a lot less time in the Philippines there and, and than I did in Malaysia because I just got married and moved to a new house. This was back in uh uh, September 2008, and I realized that, you know what? Since I got married, I bought a house. I wasn't going to. Sp- uh, I wasn't going to. I had to do things differently this time. And the Philippines market was different than Malaysia. And that's another tip. You got to know your marketplace. Who are the people out there? And for Philippines, it was. Uh, I wanted to target networkers. Okay, networking. By the way, those on Facebook Live, if you like this, please share this. Okay, share this. You can also share that link, onlineduplication.com. I'm doing a training on uh, in two weeks, uh, free webinar, uh, 10 stages to online duplication. Okay, so share this and also register at onlineduplication.com. So getting back to this, on in Philippines, uh, I was targeting people because I know network marketing is huge, huge, super, super popular in, uh, in the Philippines. Okay, so... How do I target them? Now, I knew there's a lot of local companies in the Philippines, smaller companies, but sometimes you go out of business. And we were an American company launching or going in there, right? And so what's the, what's the advantage I've had? So, if you, you know, I did some research. I found out a lot of local companies are going out of business. And a lot of leaders, they jump around, jump around. I mean, they do make great income, but they don't get the long-term residual income, right? Because the company goes, goes out of business, they get shut down, they got to jump to another company, another company. So our thing was... We're you know American company opening. You want to be the first ones in line. And I say it's like first come first serve. Join in and you can have a you can be the first ones in the market. Now there's a thing called scarcity. You got to use it. Where think about it. Do you want to be the first one or do you want to be 
come in when everyone else go. Right? You want to be the first ones to watch a movie, and that's why, like, you know, when iPhone gets released, everyone goes in. They want to be the first ones to get it. When a movie release comes out, people want to be the first ones to watch Star Wars, right? Uh, a new restaurant comes in. You want to be the first ones to check it out. We always want to be first because number one is prestige in being first, and number two is when you are the fear of missing out, FOMO. If I don't get in first, I'm going to miss out. If I don't get by that stock and IPO day, it's going to go. I'm going to lose out. Right? Oh, I don't get into Bitcoin or digital currency. By the way, I'm not endorsing cryptocurrency, but I'm saying there's a mentality going on. Got to get in early before it's too late. Right? And that's human psychology. So we did was network marketing. People love network marketing in the Philippines, especially leaders. Like you, you know, American company come in, be the first ones in. Uh, you know, for, possibly have a whole downline built for you. Right, because the next person I join will put them under you. The next person that I join, I'll put them under you. We it's like dangle, dangling the carrot. Right? Some people call it tap rooting, dangling, dangling the carrot. But so we did that. We ran ads. We target specifically to people who were in network marketing. Got it. So so this is very different from the first. The first approach was targeting people who knew the celebrity, who didn't know anything about network marketing, but they liked the celebrity. The second time was people who want to work at home online. Third one time in the Philippines was people who were network marketing, but maybe they're frustrated with their companies, but they want to come in first for a new company, especially American companies that was established. That was the company I was with, and they want to get in early. And with that, you know, we uh, we just went gangbusters. It was awesome. We I mean we did Facebook ads for that targeting. Um, and we provided content out there, and we had a couple different web pages. All said, "Hey, be the first ones to come in." We actually even had a name at that time called um, the. Actually, I don't even know if I own that domain. I can't give that domain name out, okay? Because if I own it uh, or I don't own it, somebody will take it. But something pioneers want to be a Filipino pioneers. That's what we call it, FilipinoPioneers.com. Because you want people love being a pioneer in network marketing. People, especially Filipinos, they want to be first in the company. They want to be the first ones. So we call it FilipinoPioneers.com. Simple landing page that said, "Hey, our company's launching. Get on the waiting list. You can be the first ones in before anyone else gets in." So we got like thousands and thousands of leads okay and it was great for duplication all my american leaders we divided up the leads we recruited a lot of people and then uh, and then because we had the system in place even when i I came back to the u.s we were able to support them right so three online uh strategies that shared this is helpful this has been helpful uh let me know Drop a comment there. Drop a comment. If you want Facebook Live, drop a comment. I'm going to share a couple, remind you a couple things of mistakes that people make. Okay. Uh, mistake number one is they're not focused on who they're talking to. When you're doing it online, whatever you're doing, think of one specific person. Even if you're creating content, think of one specific person. Okay. And actually, a question that came in is uh, when you want to target your avatar, do you need to be the avatar? If you want, for example, if you want to target the healthy people, do you need to be ultra healthy? You know what? Um, I would say not a hundred percent yes, but you should. Your story should relate to the avatar. Okay, your story should relate to the avatar. So, for example, um, the first time my first strategy was right was targeting uh, people who was my celebrity. Now that celebrity, again, I didn't at that time I didn't know him personally, but I went to an event. I took a picture with him, so I said I work with him because technically I did work with him. We're working in the same company, so I worked with him. Right, um, but and this question comes from Joyce out in the UK. But I did know that celebrity. I read his books. He did make a huge impact on me. One of his books made a huge impact on me um, before I even got started in network marketing. Right, one of the books I read was researching network marketing, so it made an impact. So it's your story that sells. 
right? Some of you, the story is the only thing you have. It doesn't mean you got to be successful. If you want to be targeted to success, healthy, you know, healthy, really p- people who are really ripped and you're not in that shape yet, but it's okay, but you got a story. Maybe you are on the way there, right? You had some success. Maybe you don't look, you don't have like 5% body fat you want to, and you're targeting people who like want to be Olympic weightlifters. Can I give you an example there? doesn't mean you need to be like that, but you're on your way there. So you have a story for that, right? So Joyce, in uh, Malaysia, for example, I was targeting people who are online, uh, who wants to work at home online uh, and live in Malaysia. I definitely didn't live in Malaysia, right? But I had a story and, and that, I definitely didn't fit that avatar because that avatar, again, was a female. Because targeted because females, they actually want to work online at home more because most of the husbands work in Malaysia. The females stay at home. So for me, and then females are always busier They're with the kids. They want to work at home. So for me, I'm definitely not a female. I'm not that avatar, but I, my story relates to that because I did work from home. I did create an online system. Okay? Makes sense? And the third one, even the Philippines, um, <clears throat> talk about being the first ones in the market. I should, when Malaysia opened up, you know, we talked about, I enrolled 100 people, our team enrolled 100 people in the first four weeks, right, with my leaders. Um, we were the first ones in the market. We took a huge advantage. Our, we, our business grew quickly, right, because we're the first ones there. Instead of, you know, signing up five people in a month, three people, we had 100 people join our team. So I share that. Okay, I shared that in my story. So I went to the Philippines. I shared from my experience what I did. So I definitely was not the avatar. I was, not, I was definitely not a Filipino living in the Philippines. Um, but I was a leader that actually built online, and I was the first ones in the market, right? So, um, so be specific in the matter avatar. And second thing is a mistake that people make is you're doing too much. And I want to share this because I was talking to one of my insider members uh, that. Do you want to do a lot of things? You have a business page, a Facebook group, a Facebook personal page, or Instagram, all that. You know what? When we did that, we only focused on one, one thing. Okay? Focus on one and create quality. Quality and consistency. Okay? So instead of doing content for a business page, a personal page, a Facebook Live here, Facebook Live there, let me do Instagram. You know, just do one thing, but really good at it. You know, when we, with the celebrity uh, back in when I first started my first breakthrough, we got really good at leveraging him. Now, talk about our products, I was not good. Uh, talking to other people who didn't know much about him, I actually was not that good either. But talking to someone who was familiar, it was such a high sign up rate, right? With the Philippines, we got really specifically on that. So, working on that, meaning when people uh, opted and got the leads, we sent them emails. Instead of spending time to do work on a business page, we spent time writing emails targeting those people because they opt in, they were interested, getting them interested, getting them like kind of like you got to get a, you know, how to get a horse thirsty, feed them salt, and you want to drink. We'll give them salt to get them thirsty, right? To get, oh, I want more. I want to learn more. So it's about consistency. Do, uh, consistency and doing, and you can't get consistency if you're doing too much. So for, for, and by the way, we're going to do a webinar, 10 stages to online duplication. I'm going to walk through each one of them. You can register online duplication.com. Okay. Online duplication.com. You can go there. Okay. So, so, so getting back to it is do less, but do better and do it consistently. So there's no point if you're doing like a Facebook page and Instagram and, and like a personal page, but you, and a Facebook group, right? Facebook group is a huge part of online duplication. If you're not dumping good content there to get your prospects, your team there, then there's no point to doing it. It's just not going to work. Okay. Um, so I think, uh, uh, you know, we're right. I'm thinking my kids are, it's about the time to wrap it up with the kids. I just got on a row. This is good or not? 
If you like this, please share this. Uh, how many criteria do you have for your avatar? You can have unlimited criteria. You know what the criteria? It's not about how many limits, how many number for criteria. Think of who do you want to target, and the more specific, the better, because you can speak specifically to that person, right? The more specific, the better it is. But don't let that hold you back. And a lot of times, the avatar will change. Right now, it may be this way, but the more you work out the business, you find out it will get more and more refined. And I would just advise you to get started, but be consistent with it because you list a lot of things about the person, about you and who you want to attract. It changes over time. The more you do it, the more specific you get. So anyway, that wraps up this episode, episode 400. Thank you all for watching, for listening. Uh, ML Mission, we hit episode 400. Uh, for those who are watching on Facebook Live, this actually gets broadcast on Monday in less than 48 hours from now. And I just wanted to share with you, you know, three online strategies that create duplication, help me build a million-dollar business. And those are the three big points. And, uh, you know, the, the principles, again, I want to remind you, the principle, this is still a relationship business. It's still people-building business. Uh, but the vehicle has changed. will allow people to get success way, way, way faster. I'm thinking about if, you know, I've been retired, haven't built in five years. Uh, but with the tools I have now, I made it, you know, instead of 100 people in Malaysia, we have done like 1,000 people in the first four weeks in Malaysia because it allows you to go so, so much quicker now, especially with a phone. All, all you need is a phone. But glad you like this show. If you want it, make sure you register for my free training coming up, onlineduplication.com. I'll drop the link below there. Just go to onlineduplication.com. And I'm going to I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being part of this amazing profession. You make it fun. You know, this show really started with a vision. On an airplane, I had an idea. And that's why I always talk about the book, Think and Grow Rich, right? Whatever your mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Uh, I had an idea for the podcast, had a vision for it, the purpose. And its purpose, I felt like I could make, reach a, make a bigger impact for people having the show. And it was actually a plane ride to Sydney. We came up with this idea. Uh, came up with this idea. We made it happen. And now we're episode 400. And then, you know what? A couple of years from now, we'll be at episode 1,000. And we'll still be there. And I know you'll be still be there. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this amazing profession. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.